Hello, everyone. This is Mick Pletcher, and welcome to PowerShell News. This is our second episode today, and uh, here's our host, Harjeet. Hey, Mick. How you doing? Doing absolutely great. We're really excited today, aren't we, to uh, have our second episode here? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got some stuff to share, and um, it's going to be good. Um, and it looks like we, you know, our first um, launch went uh, was pretty successful as well. Absolutely, uh, we we we've had the uh, best place to start at at Microsoft Ignite, and uh, we couldn't have been uh, luckier to have three of uh, PowerShell's leaders from Microsoft on that episode. Absolutely, we had Joey um, Ayello, and we had uh, Angel Calvo, and we had Herman Maharwa. Right? Yes. Yes, and, yeah. and all three are definitely PowerShell superstars at Microsoft. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so it looks like we got some news this week uh, regarding PowerShell. Did you hear? Yes, we uh, got some really big news this week. Uh, Jeffrey Snover uh, tweeted this week the fact that uh, PowerShell Executable is going to be renamed. Oh, and wow. That was big news. Right, so what is it going to be renamed now? So the the new name is going to be pwsh.exe, and uh, so that the uh, PowerShell executable will uh, get the name for PS Core. Oh right, right, because it used to be PowerShell.exe. Yes, it's been that ever since uh, the the inception of PowerShell. So this is pretty big news here. Uh, PowerShell.exe's lasted all the way through version six. And any idea why why is it being renamed now? Uh, that's a good question. They're uh, they're starting the new PowerShell core, and uh, and I haven't seen a whole lot. Why have you? No, not not at all. But I, I thought you came up and you found a found a blog post or something, right? Just recently. Okay. Uh, uh, I I really haven't seen much. Had uh, have you seen any blogs on it? No, not me. <laughs> I think we're still waiting for an answer from uh, Jeffrey Snover. I know I've uh, messaged him and on Twitter and. And uh, he's a pretty busy guy, so I haven't heard anything yet from that. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, um, it, it's pretty big news. So we're going to see where that's going to go. I know uh, last year, not this last uh, one, but the um, 2016 uh, Microsoft Ignite, Jeffrey Snover said that uh, PowerShell was, still had a very long way to go in development. So they, they must have some really uh, big insights where where they want it to go and they just haven't said as of yet. Yeah, you know, regardless though, it's all, all very exciting. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's always something new with this and, and um, I, can't, I can't wait to see where it, it you know, continues to grow and, and go. So what's, um, uh, you, you, have, you want to share like um, a hint? Yes, uh, one of the, um, one, another thing that, uh, that I found here this week, we were going through, combing through some new uh, developments in PowerShell. And this was pretty interesting. So there was a, on windowsitpro.com, they have a new blog entry from Karim Boozdar. And this was interesting. So it's how to add a disclaimer to all outgoing emails in Office 365 using PowerShell. Oh, wow. Okay. So yes. how, how are we going to share that with our with our listeners here? Well, I think um, uh, if the um, if if everyone if you just go to uh, Google and just type in how to add disclaimer to all outgoing emails in Office 365 with PowerShell, you'll definitely find it. 
Uh, we're also going to uh, put a link to this on our um, on our latest um, episode two podcast site, so you can go look at that on uh, Podbean. Okay, okay, that's great, that's great, and um, and then I think you have done something really amazing this week with your automation and your scripting uh, magic that you always do, and uh, I think this is going to save. Um, a lot of um, IT pros, as admins around the world, with some headaches and and resume brush-offs. <laughs> well, at least I hope it does. Uh, the uh, this week I've actually been um, working on a project, and I published it as of Monday. It's uh, an SCCM and MDT master kill switch. I've had the uh, I've been working on this now for about three years, trying to think of ways how to how to implement this so basically let's say you accidentally deploy a, a uh, an image out in your company and you didn't mean to to re-image all the systems well as you know you can't just turn it off all of a sudden you can't just delete the collection and it stop it's not going to right so what I ended up doing was uh, I, I was originally when I started writing this, and actually I got a, a fair way through it, I had uh, put in the, the script that it would automatically spider out across a, a network and uh, start shutting down services on, on desktops, and it would shut down certain services on the SCCM server. Well, it just got larger and larger and larger, and I, I couldn't... There was just more and more stuff I needed to add all the time. And then all of a sudden at Microsoft Ignite, it dawned on me I was being far too sophisticated with this, going way too far when there was a very simplistic solution. Okay. The solution to this is is to put a simple task sequence in there that checks for a certain file. I called the file build views. And basically what it does is it runs a, it's a command line task sequence and it runs a one line, um, partial one liner and it searches for that file. So let's say you accidentally deploy uh, an image out into your business and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Well, if you go and delete that file out of a specified location, then when the image gets start or when the actual task sequence starts running on uh, a system, it's going to go check is that file there. If it's not, it's going to fail. Now it has oh, to be put. Oh, that's pretty genius, right? Well, it, it it was just. I mean, it's so simplistic that I was, and I was surprised I never thought of this earlier. Uh, you know, you know how you can get just so caught up in a in a project, and just overthink stuff, and that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's now, true. now I will say this on the—I mean, the, if you go to Adaptiva, they have a much more robust solution, and Adaptiva's uh, goes far beyond mine, uh, what I've done. But mine kind of fills in that gap for companies that may not be able to afford Adapt Adaptiva. Uh, the companies that, you know, how it is—you you submit stuff for budgets every every year, sure. and not everything gets approved. Well, this is a workaround for that. Oh, that's good to know. At least they, uh, there's a, a company uh, like Adaptiva that has a solution like that too. Yes, so. and, and theirs is great because their their solution actually goes a lot further. It uh, checks the health of the client on systems, and there's just a lot more it does. But uh, for companies that uh, may not be able to afford their product, this I think is a fairly good solution. Now, some people are going to say, "Well, what happens if the image is already happening? It starts 
you know, re-imaging the system, if the task sequence that is. Well, what what you do is you put this before the actual partition, uh, before it actually wipes the partitions. If it's already wiped the partitions, even if you have Adaptiva, why stop it? It's already the petition's already wiped. Uh, there's no reason to even stop yeah, it. Yeah, well. you're too late now. Yeah, it's yeah, late in the game. But the uh, the the thing about uh, your solution is that you need that file uh, yes. to exist on the system. So you have to get that deployed first, though, before you do anything. Yes, yeah. right. definitely. And and you know you may, and some companies now the company I work at we're not a um, a huge huge enterprise. Uh, we're about uh, 800 systems now, so we don't we don't have an enormous uh, enterprise where we might have, you know, it's, uh, separate SCCM servers out there. Uh, we only have one SCCM server and several distribution points, but you may have to actually have uh, you know several files in different locations uh, if if those other SCCM servers can't see your one centralized file. Right. Uh, then, then you would probably have to have something like a, a PowerShell script run there that they could cross those barriers uh, throughout the forest and delete those files uh, across a, a huge enterprise domain. Okay. Okay. So, how does one find your tool? Oh, you can uh, go to uh, Mick M I C K I T dot com, and it's uh, one of my latest blog entries out there. Perfect. That's exactly where people need to go. And uh, definitely use it, I guess, if you have some fears about deployments, right? Oh yes, and and you know what um, what really surprises me is is how many unpublished disasters apparently have happened. Uh, uh, when I published this uh, blog entry earlier this week, I had another person say we're a firm of uh, ten thousand systems, and we had a mistaken uh, deployment of an uh, operating system, and we had 600 systems wiped. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Until they, they they stopped it at 600, and and at ignite last um, uh, or this last year's ignite, I talked to another person that had uh, a, a firm of about 150,000 systems, and they had tens of thousands of systems that got imaged. Oh my God! Yeah, looks like people are still getting. Uh figuring out a way to uh, to do these mass deployments. <laughs> oh, I know. And, <laughs> and, know. and one thing that I see out here in the uh, groups, like where, where I post some of this information, is several have said, well, how can you make a mistake like that? But everybody's human. Everybody has a bad day every now and then. And some people get sick, and you just aren't clear-minded. Yeah, the only problem is that it's a very costly mistake, you know, costly error. Yes. You know. You're looking at major downtime and loss of data and loss of, yeah, it's it's not good either way. <laughs> not in the least, no, yeah. and yeah. and that's why one of the big reasons why I kept uh, looking for this. Now, where where I work, we use MDT for uh, for our uh, imaging of systems, so it doesn't really affect me. But now, one person did ask me this week. He said, uh, "Why would you include MDT in this when uh, MDT isn't a deployed image?" Well, what if you have for instance, the person that told me about tens of thousands of systems at Ignite, he said they abandoned SCCM uh, for imaging systems, and they have now a full MDT team. So let's say you know something is wrong with an MDT build, and all of a sudden your team's building a, a lot of systems. Well, you could kill that, all uh -huh. those systems instantaneously, with a still even a centralized uh, file like this. For okay. That. That's true. So, all right. Um, what else? What else we got? Um, 
we've got some uh, well we don't have a whole lot this week uh, of course the jeffrey snover just that was a huge huge topic but i will say this that uh we really want people to start giving us uh, their scripts we'd uh-huh. love for you all to start uh, sending it to us tweet tweet us um definitely uh go to our website the uh, podbean.com and um Post some links there for us. We would love to have some of your all scripts that we can talk about yours out here like we have. Yeah, uh, I think that's uh, that's a good idea. We could talk about people's scripts and what they do and, and give them some uh, some limelight too, uh, some exposure. Uh, absolutely. To, to spread it out for them. So, yeah, be- yeah. yeah, because you know what happens is uh, some uh, people will write these amazing scripts and they don't. Post, they'll post them on a, uh, a blog of theirs, and then the blog doesn't get much attention, and it and it just sits out there. And there's a lot of scripts out there I've seen that are just absolutely amazing that really deserve a lot more attention. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, sounds good, man. So, anyways, I think we should end this. Um, well, we've got some good info here, and uh, until the, our next show. So well, I, I did want to mention one thing about our next show, though. Uh, the next show is uh, likely going to be recorded when I'm in Chicago at the MVP uh, Midwest MVP uh, uh, Summit. Is that a community? Um, uh, oh, you're going to a summit? Okay. Well, it's not not really a summit. It's the uh, uh, it, it's a conference. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's, isn't that the uh, community connections? I yes. Think yeah, I'm going to the one in Bali. So. Yep. In, uh, so I'm going to be up there. Okay. So yeah, we'll do a we'll do a show while you're there. Absolutely. And uh, Michael Green, who is a uh, Microsoft product manager, is likely going to be there. I'm hoping. I've got my fingers Perfect. crossed. We've been talking, so I think we may have him on our next episode. Oh, that would be that'd be great, and and uh, maybe grab someone else too. Um, you know, who does PowerShell, and we can uh, get them on the show. And I'll try to do the same thing in Boston as well, and they'll be they'll be really neat. So, I think so too. That would be fantastic. All right. So, anyways, I'm Hodge Dalawal, and you'll find me on Twitter as at Hooge, H O O R G E. And you are? And I'm Mick Pletcher, and you can also find me on Twitter. And my handle on there is Mick, M I C K underscore Pletcher. And that starts with a P, not an F. L E T C H E R. All right. All right. Happy power shelling, guys. Cheers. Absolutely.